Blog Talk Radio. Staples knows that when the leave-behinds for your sales call get left behind at your office, it's time. When you need to print 30 pages and you're 300 miles from the office, it's time. And when the intern packed the Harrington file, not the Farrington file. Oh, my bad. It's definitely time. And it's times like these when you can count on Staples. Access your files from email, the cloud, or USB, and then print, copy, fax, or scan them. And get back to business fast. Visit your nearby Staples. It's pro time. Blog Talk Radio. Our weekly internet program. I'm your host, Minister Joel Lewis, and you listen to Free Only Inside, an internet program to inform you, to encourage you, and to challenge you to be all you could be in Christ Jesus. I am so happy to uh, come to you again this morning with another great guest, another opportunity for you to be involved in ministry. But before we go any further now, we'd like to give out the caller in number to this here particular show so you too could join in the conversation that I have with our guest this morning. That number that you could reach me and my guest at number is 310-982-4126. Again, that number is 310-982-4126. We have our co-host on the line, Brother Richard Daniel, he's on the line. He's waiting uh, and to ask our guests a couple of questions also. And to you, my guests, please call in and just get, get some information from our guests because our guest is very gifted and very talented. And you can, and you can actually glean something off our guest this morning. I am so honored to have uh, the Dr. Reverend uh, Donna Gandhi on the line this morning of, of Kingdom Enrichment, Inc., uh, of ministry to informing and empowering men and women to be all they could be in Christ Jesus. But before we bring her on, we'd just like to give some acknowledgement to sponsor this show. This show is sponsored by Granny's Place Ministry, which is a non-profit ministry that meets the needs of our young men, women at risk. I'd like to say hello to some of our partners, the men and women that's working at the Cottrell House, which is the Juvenile Center. We'd like to say hello to you, and we'll be over there to see you today outside one of our islands at the Juvenile Center, and also down at Dallas Life Foundation. Which will been uh, uh, been sponsored by that that uh, program for quite a while. So we thank God for that, and we're doing our feeding the multitude coming up next month. But we'll uh, we'll share some more information regarding that those things later. But at this time, at this time, I'd like to introduce you to you, my guest this morning. I am very honored and pleased to have her on the line this morning. Good morning, Doctor. You're on the net. Awesome. How uh, I'm glad to be here this morning. Well, God bless you. I'm so glad. You know what? We, we've been talking offline a few times, and uh, I really love your spirit. I love you, what you, what your gift and what God has been doing with you. And, pray, and then you're willing to share your gift with us here in Dallas. Now, where are you located at? So I will listen. All this can know that we serve a God that's able. Okay. So uh, Kingdom Empowerment, Inc., and myself, of course, is located in Brooklyn, New York. All right, in Brooklyn, New York. And so now you're you're coming down here and you're putting together a program down here to help uh empower men and women of God to uh to they uh to meet their fully potential. So tell us about your upcoming event here and some other things that you're uh, that you're doing. Okay, so uh, Kingdom Empowerment, Inc., of course, is established to be uh, with programs that empower and equip individuals to be successful in life. And uh, so we our Break Every Chain Empowerment Conferences or events are focused on exploring the forces, forces that bind and inhibit individuals' abilities to pursue and accomplish their God-given purpose. So uh, in our programs, we focus on um, various workshops, seminars, conferences, and virtual webinars that will help people to move forward successfully in life. 
Oh, that, that is so true. And, you know, that's the key to it. You know, we want people to move successfully in life. We want them to be in power, not only to be saved for, uh, by the grace and the mercy of our Lord and Savior, but also to be able to follow their God-given talents, you know, because they're very gifted and talented, and we want people to realize those things. I'm looking at one of your, uh, at your website right now that says the Kingdom Empowerment Inc. here, where, uh, where you're showing some of your things that you're involved in. And tell us about this breaking every chain, because sometimes people just don't understand that oh. what a stronghold is. So talk, let's talk about that for a moment. Right. Okay, so as you said, first of all, one of the main things is to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Um, yes, true enough. But also, to uh, the Lord wanted us to be fruitful and multiply in every aspect of our lives. So whether that's in mind, our spirit, our body, our soul, uh, the Lord wants us to be uh, transformed and renewed, and he wants us to walk in what he has given us to walk in, walk with. So we um, mean in taking action. And so Break Every Chain, Chain Empowerment Conferences are geared toward motivating, encouraging, and, again, enabling individuals to be able to uh, move forward with action in their goals, in their lives. Uh, that or the purpose that the Lord has given them. And a lot of times people uh, don't know what that purpose is. So um, we focus on areas of breaking the code on leadership, on vision, uh, goals, establishing quality goals in our life that's going to lead us toward our purpose. Uh, we focus on eliminating obstacles, uh, limitations, hindrances that prevent us from moving forward. We talk about uh, breaking cycles of self-sabotaging uh, habits and uh, addictions and things that uh, hinder the body of Christ from moving forward. We talk about uh, breaking the code on our finances uh, from a kingdom of God perspective uh, with kingdom principles, kingdom concepts, kingdom methodology instead of uh, the way that the typical world system defines it. We talk about uh, forgiveness, the importance of forgiveness and how uh, it helps us to be able to, again, move forward and to be able to take action on things in our lives and not holding uh, those burdens, holding things inside of us that uh, keep us from moving forward. So we also talk about how to get revelation from God, that revelation, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that we need to be uh, for advanced in the world system with, uh, you know, moving forward from the kingdom perspective in everything that we do and how to keep that glory of God with us to where we, we're not bouncing and going backwards and forwards and wallowing. Uh, one day our mind is on uh, God, the next day our mind is on something that is in the world that's not fruitful, that doesn't multiply the kingdom of God. So we talk about uh, prayer, warfare prayer. Uh, we talk about breaking demonic cycles in our lives. Um, we talk about why it's important to consecrate, uh, to seek that sanctification in God, because Jesus said himself, uh, he sanctified himself that we might know him. So it's important for us to, uh, uh, from time to time, consecrate and go back and have that uh, define intimate relationship with God and be renewed and refreshed in Him. So we'll also be having panel discussions with uh, and uh, leaders of the community, and not only of the community, but we have people coming from other parts of not only uh, the United States but other parts of the world that will be coming to speak and so in um, to people from a global perspective of what is going on in, in the Christendom and helping people to achieve, again, their goals and maximize their potential in it. Amen, amen. You know what? You said some things there that resonated in my mind as you were speaking there. And I, could I do mentoring? And, 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 and you said that breaking the cycle of self, uh, or, or what are you referred to as self, uh, 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 let me put it this way, uh, uh, self-destruction or something. A self denial, you know, yeah, sabotaging. There you go, yeah, self sabotage. Oh, and I, I encounter men and women that seem to be successful, and then they'll do something to 
disrupt that. And I said, man, why you do this? Lady, why you do this? And and that's something that I I thought about it, but I'm glad to hear you speak on those things. Give us some things how people self-sabotage their potential. Because some people take oh. it for granted. Oh, I just made a mistake. No, you didn't. You sabotage your 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 uh, uh your future. Mm. Well, and and you know, there's there's going to be points of failure in our life. We could be moving forward, and then uh, we face certain patterns and and designs before us, and we sometimes we'll go back to the old ways or the old nature to to get past it, and uh, or historically what we've been taught or what we are subject to in our environment or our upbringing. Sometimes we'll revert back to that old way to solve things in our future where we, we we have to look at it from a different perspective. So it could be our uh, addictions, it could be habits, it could be our uh, spiritual mannerisms and ways that we, we just grew up with. Uh, take, for instance, when the Egyptians, um, uh, when the Israelites went into Egypt, you know, one of the things that they did, they never, they didn't stop and think it out very well because they had goals, the goals that the Lord had given them. And they began to take that gold and trade it in for wooden beetle nickels so that they could exist in a system that was not even uh, mandated for them, yeah. it was not in the order of God. So a lot of times uh, we, we, uh, can uh, revert back to an old nature, an old nature. God had taken them out of Egypt and by voices. The car, the voices of Korah was like, let's return back, you know. And so we could hear certain things that will take us back to an old nature. We can uh, begin to uh, become fearful and return to an old nature. Or we can have a familiarity um, come into connection with something that we're familiar with and return to that old nature. Uh, whereas when we are in the kingdom of God, before we move, we should be seeking the Lord for revelation knowledge or for revelation before we uh, take any step backwards or forwards. And that way we can move forward successfully. Well, a lot of times we return back to self-sabotaging Habits when we face limitations, hindrances, when we become weary at times, so we want to return back to that old nature, and it, it becomes a vicious cycle. So for something, someone who have been uh, maybe uh, started out because of historical momentum uh, based on the way that they were brought up, their value system is to go and borrow money uh, to come out of a, a, a cycle. Well, they'll return to that old habit instead of saying, Lord, how how do you want me to move forward? How, uh, Lord, make the provisions, uh, start crying up on the Lord. We will revert back out of fear to that old nature, and we're back in the same bondage that we were trying to come out of. And when I'm saying death, okay, a vicious sabotaging cycle, self-sabotaging cycle. We can put ourselves into where we don't really have to because the Lord will provide. He can open up doors and ways to help us establish ourselves to where we don't, we're not sub, uh, or you And that be. is so true. Yeah, and, and that is so true. And, I, you know, and as you were saying that, I was just thinking about how often have we, and that's also a fear factor that's involved in that. We are we are fearful of the unknown. We are fearful of things that uh, uh, that may cause us to be successful, and we don't know if we can even maintain or manage that and measure success. Now, your in your yeah. uh, breakthrough conference, you addresses those things there. Yeah, we're gonna, we will those be, I love that. Yes, yes, we will be addressing uh, those areas because it's a very big pain point for the body of Christ, those self-sabotaging habits. And we we are trying to put out fires uh, constantly, uh, the leaders are, in the body of Christ. And we shouldn't be there. We should be more proactive. And we should have that, uh, be seeking that kingdom revelation and vision to move far out because the world system has advanced 25 years uh, moving 25 years at a time, 
and the innovation is increasing, whereas the body of Christ is only move forward, moving forward five years at a time. We shouldn't be there. We should be much further advanced than the world system. And the world system uh, can be restructured with a kingdom system. We can uh, dismantle the world system and implement a kingdom system that will override it. But because we are spending more time putting fires out, it's kind of like the way we see right now, um, everywhere that in the world system right now, there, there's a fire, ISIS fire here, ISIS fire there. So uh, they're finding it difficult to put the fires out, whereas it, it, we see that happening in the body of Christ, a fire over here, a fire over there. Well, if we begin to think further out in advance, Getting that revelatory knowledge from uh, our, our Abba Father and begin to uh, uh, develop solutions based on what the Lord has given us for out in advance, 25 years out in advance, instead of uh, looking at it one year at a time or one month at a time or six months at a time, then we, we can begin to restructure the body of Christ, and bring it up in such a way that the devil will find it difficult to infiltrate it because we're relying on the wisdom of God, the understanding of God, amen, the knowledge of amen. God. This is where amen. Amen. So that's that what, so, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm that sorry. is so true. I'm sitting up here now looking at some of your your site. I just got a text message, and they said uh, someone wants to, wants to hear more about your web seminar. Let's talk about that for a few minutes. And how okay. could they uh, 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 link on to that, and what's the benefit of uh, that web seminar? You touched bases on that a while ago. Okay, great, great. So Break Every Chain Empowerment uh, events, you can find them on our website at breakeverychainempowermentevents.blogspot.com. We also have it on our KingdomEmpowermentInc.com. We post our events there as well. Now, um, our web seminars, uh, for instance, we had one um, recently, uh, just last week, Breaking Chains on Addiction. And um, so we had a guest speaker uh, by the name of Reverend Dr. Kevin Coughlin, in which we hope to have him come back soon um, to talk about how you know, talk about things in those areas because, again, we try to focus on pain points uh, that the body of Christ is experiencing right now when we uh, have the webinars. So they're also posted on Eventbrite. We post them on Eventbrite. And we do ask people to register. And the reason why is uh, there's so many, so much space uh, available that we have allotted that we know that if someone is registered, they have received the information needed to access the virtual events that we have so that they can gain the knowledge and the experience that they're looking for in order to uh, help others or help. So we do have uh, webinars, uh, virtual events uh, on a regular basis, and um, then we also have the ones locally in, in various communities. Okay, great, great. And um, uh, we'll get back to that before we let you go. You give us more information. We have our co-host on the line here now, Brother Richard Daniel, would like to say hello to you. And uh, and then we'll listen to uh, Dr. Gandhi. She's uh, uh, putting together a program in, in uh, Breaking Every Chain Empowerment Conference that's coming up here in the great city of Irving, Texas. We're looking forward to you uh, signing up and registering for that uh, that event. And we have more information on our website, uh, Facebook page, and also you can also go to her site and get more information on that. And at this time, we have Brother Daniel. Good morning to you. Good morning, Reverend Lewis. How are you doing today? Great. We have Dr. Donna. She's on the line right now, and she gave us some great information. And so uh, I know you said you had a, a, something you would like to just say to her, just want to listen or whatever it may be. Okay, I'd like to ask the I like to ask a couple of questions. Basically, you've been talking about a lot about the you know empowerment issues and and something, but uh, right now I like to know a little bit about you. Uh, uh, Sometimes uh, it's it's good to know something about a person, 
the beginning, uh, some of the uh, struggles they had in order to establish themselves. And uh, can you kind of go off into some of the, the pitfalls and the, the good and the bad in, uh, okay. in organizing your program? In organizing the program? Or Are you starting uh, developing it? Okay. All right. Very good. That's a very good point. So, Thank you, brother. Uh, okay. So in around 2008, because I, I lived in uh, Texas as well. Um, I started out in urban Texas, but I, you know, I grew up in Oklahoma. And... Um, I was in corporate America, and I was making in the six digits. Um, But the Lord had a calling, and he was tugging on my heart. So I took a trip to Ghana, West Africa. And I have been doing that since 2003, going backwards and forth to Ghana, West Africa. And um, so when I was there, I noticed, uh, the last time I well, the, not the last time I went, but I noticed that uh, there was a cycle of impoverty, and I noticed that the kids were like out on the streets and they were working um, for survival, and um, the women were being married off at a young age, at the age of twelve years old, and. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when you see causes or needs, the Lord will put a burning desire on your heart to bring change and transformation in those areas. So I stayed over there approximately a year, and it was a very humbling um, experience in that, uh, you know, here we have our vehicles we can move about. And I I could have lived that life over there. But um, I thank God for putting me in an area where uh, I could learn the ecosystem, that that ecosystem that existed. And I walked uh, just like other people did. I rode uh, what's called totros, just like everyone did. Uh, totros mm-hmm. is a, a van that you get from spot to spot. I uh, cooked. Yeah, I even cooked like they did on coal in coal pots. Uh, I even pounded uh, fufu, which is one of the local uh, dishes. I did a lot of things normally as they would. I even washed my clothes by hand. <laughs> went back went back to my old uh, days of how, you know, you use the rub board and, and scrub the clothes. <laughs> so yeah, it, it yeah. was a plain uh, experience, but one of the things that, like I said, the Lord put a burning desire in my heart, and so I started out with women, um, you know, having women's empowerment seminars where we brought people in. They talked about marriage. We talked about empowering uh, how to establish businesses, and, we, of course, we shared the Word of God uh, as a key element, and a lot of people uh, at the church that we had it at, they're still there today. They came in from uh, places that they were not uh, having a relationship with God. So we were not, and, and we had Muslims uh, that showed up. So it it was a very empowering, empowering event. Um, people that had problems in their businesses, uh, they call me later and they they thank me in many ways you know while I was in the United States so the area that I went into was called the Zongo and in the Zongo it's a predominantly Muslim area I met with a group of young ladies there and I was so thankful that the chief who was also Muslim allowed me to come in and speak to them and I was able to meet with some of the schools in the area to see what were some of the issues they were having. So when we had the Women's Empowerment event, a lot again, it changed a lot of people's lives. But one of the things I noticed is that there were more men also, too, that showed up than women. And uh, when I came back to America, I realized that we were having some of the same issues here, the trafficking uh, the uh, lack of jobs, lack of enablement, lack of empowerment, 
um, you know, being able to uh, stay focused in the kingdom of God and the things of God because uh, people having to go off into environments that you can't even say Jesus Christ. Um, so in doing that, I continued with the empowerment events here in um, New York and um, started having the virtual and webinar virtual events um, so that uh, people globally could have access to them. We also started the media, radio and uh, digital TV uh, along the way. And in order for us to keep it going, we were selling jewelry. Um, So that was helping us in a lot of ways, keeping us afloat. And um, we have you know, some people to sew off and to, you know, to keep it going as well. So we thank God for that. And uh, that's where it originally uh, started from, is trying to help people to be successful, Um, trying to help people, uh, churches also to to, um, uh, go back to the original roots of our Lord and Savior, um, to increase the kingdom of God, uh, to overshadow darkness, um, where we basically started and, and uh, originated from. Um, where, where we are now, um, we're continuing the process, continue to build up more and to, uh, increase the, the mantle uh, that the Lord has given us, the mandate uh, that the Lord has given us. I hope I answered your question. Amen. Okay, well, here's another one I want to ask you. Uh, I stay out here in Irving myself, mm-hmm. and um, basically, uh, like Irving's like a melting pot mm-hmm. of many, 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 many uh, ethnic uh, races, and uh, wonderful. Uh, the main part when I first moved to the city. It had a kind of like an innocence about it, you know. Uh, uh, it was clean everywhere, and they didn't have paper on the street. The people basically, you know, they looked at you and they spoke to you. But based in uh, in the last eight years, been here about ten years, uh, they uh, they allowed a lot of different. Uh, Things are coming in like that. They started selling beer and liquor and stuff over, and basically the the, the whole city concept basically it looked like it just started just to erode. Like, you know, just in the city council uh, people, they uh, basically they act like they don't really care about people over here no more. So basically, I'm I'm over here, mm-hmm. but you know, me and my family were thinking about moving back to Dallas. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem over in Dallas is that we have uh, blacks and mostly whites, little whites. It's not many. We have mm-hmm. men and women. Basically, they have nowhere to stay. Mm-hmm. They don't have a direction and where they want to go. Basically, no mm-hmm. one wants to give them a chance. Uh, there seems to be no housing for them because basically they're living on bridges everywhere, everywhere around here, around in the Dallas area. And basically, I haven't basically seen no one basically got to them and tell them that basically you can be somebody. Number one, you have to to believe in yourself and teach you that to love yourself first before you love anything else. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so what happens and I'm believing this that you know uh, me and Reverend Lewis we got this little deal around we started you know getting to growing a garden. We got these kids going gardens too with this uh, other uh, halfway house that he, he ministers to. And basically what I'm saying now, if you teach a man a trade, teach a man how to do something with his life instead of just running around in a circle, basically he can basically he can grow and 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 and, and be somebody because. Well, I'm saying now, one day, even the foods that we got in the store, we're not going to have access to them anymore because it's so poor and all your food source. They're taking the life out of everything. You basically, 
You can attest to this. If you go to the store and eat something sometime like in three more minutes, it seems like you haven't eaten nothing at all. Mm. And, you're still, and you're still hungry. You know, that's mm. a great, I'll put that's it like a great comment there, Brother Daniel. I tell you what, let's let the doctor go ahead and answer that there because our time is winding down. But I like that line of uh, question, though, Brother Daniel. And so we'll let the doctor go ahead and, and chime in on that because we don't want her time is about to come to an end. Doc, this has been a great interview. Oh, I love this here. I love you being a guest on the program here and about your empowerment conference that's coming up here. You have laid the foundation uh, about the conference that's coming up. Brother Daniel hit some points on that about empowering men and women to be successful in this side. And that's what your ministry is about. That's what your program is all about. And Amen. so uh, Brother Daniel was talking about that, about how important it is for us to take ownership. I think, man, you talked about that earlier, uh, how sometimes as we look around, we see things don't seem right, but what have we been called to do to interact in those situations? So let's talk about that for a minute because that's what your, that's what your, your ministry is all about and your programs. It's, about, it's getting people back engaged in society, in their community, in their families. Mm-hmm. Amen, and I, I'm glad you pointed that out. Now, we're going to have some key speakers there. Um, Susie Jennings, you may have heard of her, Operations Care International, which is in um, Dallas, Texas, will be there. And she uh, is geared in that area um, as far as helping people to uh, be reestablished back in society. They provide housing, shelter, and many other things in the environment. And then we'll also have Pastor uh, Karen Dudley of Dallas International Street Church, in which she go under those bridges, actually, and feed people and bring them out. And there are, there's testimonies upon testimonies of both of those organizations where people have been transformed, renewed in the mind. And this is where it starts, is the shifting the kingdom Shift in the mindset, kingdom. A lot of those people that are under there, you'll find that they have faced traumatic events, and they have uh, so they're 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 going to experience uh, some those onsets of self sabotaging habits, um, and and returning to familiar environment. So the way that you have to do is restruct by restructuring that is shifting the mindset. Uh, that's where even in the body of Christ, those that are in church, that are in um, in the uh, kingdom, they are still struggling themselves with returning to old familiar habits. And one of the things is uh, adapting the mindset of Christ, renewing the mindset, transforming the mindset. And, and this is where we focus at and, and gear, we're so geared up at. Um, in that area, because uh, we find that this is the this is the issue, because you can you can put, feed a person, you can clothe them, you can put them in a shelter, but you'll find that they will return back to what they are familiar with because the mind hasn't been renewed, the mind hasn't been transformed, um, they haven't begun to understand a, a kingdom mindset, things like this, as compared to a world system, things like this. So um, you see, but in when Abraham, when Abraham grasped onto the message that the Lord was giving him, and you know he began to shift, he began to take action, he began to move into a direction, um, and and as the Lord revisited him, he began to move, he began to take action, but see, he had he had the revelation knowledge of God. Now, when we look at Gideon, on the other hand, Gideon had adapted to the Midianite ways because of his generation after generation, the, the teachings of his fathers and his forefathers. You know, he was even so fearful that he's pressing wheat on a wine press. The Bible said out of fear he was pressing wheat on a wine press. So Come on now, now. That, <laughs> out of fear, he was still with pressing. I love that. I like that concept. I like that. But, uh, so his mind had to be shifted. And so when God came mm. in, still questioning, is this God talking to me? Or, you know, he, he had to get a revelation of who who God really was before he could shift. So God had to deal with him and, uh, by saying, go get your father's youngest bull. 
you see, the youngest bull, what is the youngest bull that is going to create more bulls? It's going to uh, uh, develop, uh, is bringing the milk, uh, you know, more cows for more milk. It's, the youngest bull is, is something that you just wouldn't touch. It would be like going in your mother's refrigerator. She has baked a cake for dinner, and you go on off in there and touching your mother's cake. And, and when, you're, when you see your mother, what is she going to do? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. You know, so it takes some shifting of the mindset. So he, here he goes and he go to take he tells them to take the uh, father's youngest bull, but not only that, he tells them, you know, that that idol that he's been washing it thing of the Midianites and he sat there for the Midianites to see so that he they can look up on it and say, This house is worshiping our God, so it's okay, let's not touch it. You know, he's saying Get that image and chop it up. And that altar that he has erected to bow, I want you to tear that altar down and resurrect one to me based on my standards. And I want you to put that wood, use that same wood of that image on for this altar, and I want you to sacrifice that young bull upon it. So the people in the community alone would want to destroy Gideon for that because uh, is bringing the Midianites is going to bring trouble. It's going to bring trouble in this household. But his father mm. stood up for him because he knew that this has to be God. This has to be the God of Israel speaking here. So God had to deal with his mind. He had to put him through some processes. A lot of people say, don't don't talk about uh, uh Processes. Don't talk about changing. Don't talk about concepts. Don't talk about methodologies. But it's all in the Word of God. When you begin to Amen. look at the story, that there had to be some processing of the mind. There had to be some shifting and renewing of the mind and transformation to get people to take action. Hallelujah. Mm. Uh, so, you know what, uh, uh, Doctor? You said something there. You said it takes that shift, and I like that when you said at present, at present. You know, I share with men down at the at, at the jail, and that last uh, uh, month was Father's Day, you know, and then they was telling me about their fathers, and I say, yes, that's okay, but you're still able to do the thing that God chose for you to do. Think about Joseph. Joseph knew who his heavenly father was, but he also had an earthly father, but it did not keep him from, uh, 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 it did not keep uh, uh, Jesus from doing what he's supposed to do because he was the son of God. You have gifts in you that you don't know what you have, and those things that's been, that's been hindering you, they shouldn't hinder you because you're greater than those things that uh, that you facing. So I like that. It's a mind thing. You, it's a mind thing. And you, and once we get people to realize that, and I love what you were saying earlier. I love the topic of, uh, of the discussion. I love the thing that you are putting in play here because those things should be should just be uh, natural for us, but sometimes we struggle with those little things. We struggle with those little things. How not to sabotage our future? How to how to live a, a life that is pleasing to God? You know, Jesus said, "Hey, I pray that you don't take them from the world." In John seventeen fifteen, but you but you uh, put a hedge of protection around them. You know, you know, Doctor, I used to always pray that things wouldn't be around. I used to pray that the, my favorite drink wouldn't be there, or the, my favorite entertainment wouldn't be there. But guess what? They still are. You have to realize that you're greater than these things that are around you. I don't care where you go. This is always going to be, you know, poverty, homelessness. Yeah, seeing is everywhere. Alcoholism. <laughs> yeah. There's always going to be those things. But God, yeah, let's not put, yeah, yeah, God put his people in place. That's poverty. Let's not decree yeah, that. He, the children of Lord, the Lord shall not face that poverty. But we, we're going to be transformed and renewed in the mind, and we're going to stand up erected in our Lord and Savior. Amen. Yes, yes, And, yes. and so that old, that, old, that old thing, we're going to restructure those impoverished environments. We're going to restructure, and we're going to regain the old uh, dominion and power that the Lord has given us because Jesus Christ restored it. It's only up to us to receive it. So we got to oh, shift so our mindset. We gotta move with oh, a kingdom mindset going forward in I, Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. I tell you what, uh, we got to end this here conversation here, uh, this interview. But I love it. I love it. I tell you what, now tell us about your, your upcoming event, 
breaking every change conference that's here in the uh, great state of Texas. Give us some information on that. Brother Daniel said he lives out there. Uh, hopefully he's able to come on out, bring some family and friends with him, and be empowered, be empowered yes, from Lord. on high. Yes, Lord. So we, we, we are coming um, for reviving, for regeneration. Like I said, we want to uh, focus on the kingdom mindset. And um, on July the 15th and 16th of this year, we're going to be at the Convention Plaza, 315 East Airport Freeway in Irvin, Texas, 75062. And we want to invite everyone to come out. It is a free event. So you, you, there will be vendors there. We're going to be providing a free meal, a free meal on Saturday, and we will be also giving you free tools and uh, gifts at the event. So if you're a mentor, a coach, or a pastor, and you're looking for, uh, you need some new uh, revelation, and you want to implement it in your environment, come on out so that you can be uh, re-sparked, renewed, rejuvenated and walk forward with a kingdom mindset uh, that you can impact your communities and bring change in that environment, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, you said now that's the convention center? Also, if I have a few moments, I want to point out, bring the youth. Bring the youth because we're all, it's a family event. Bring your youth in because we want to also help them to break the code on their future at an early age so that when they move forward, they already have a direction, they have their goals, and uh, they will have an empowered lifestyle. We also will be focused on how to break uh, the the code on the, the bad dreams that they have now to try to orchestrate the direction of their life. We want to remove those patterns out now at an early age. So bring the youth. We will have some youth empowerment speakers there that uh, have experience in that area to help the youth to move forward. Oh, hey, man, God bless you. We pray that you, everyone, uh, able to come on out there. Thank you for the information, doctor. Thank you very much. We've uh, it's truly been a blessing this morning for you to share your gift and your talent and your ministry with uh, with us. You know, I think Saturday morning is a special time. Saturday morning is a time normally I just kind of relax. But thank you for spending your Saturday morning with me and God and our listening audience. Thank you very much. And we're looking forward to meeting you in person at the upcoming conference. And I feel uh, I feel empowered already just knowing you. And also you have a lot of things that you are able to do on the Internet. You also host a blog talk net, uh, radio program, also a YouTube. So give us some information on how people can keep up with you at this time. Okay. Um so they can go to Kingdom Empowerment Inc dot com. Kingdom Empowerment Inc dot com. Everything is branched off of there, so every event that we have is posted there. Um or you can go to break every chain empowerment events dot blogspot dot com. Um you can look on Eventbrite to register for the event and you look up Break Every Chain Empowerment Conference. We look forward to having you there with us, and uh, we we just want to impact Irving, uh, Texas. We want to impact Texas, but uh, I'm so happy to know that people are coming globally uh, to the event this year. So we're looking for a true impact in the kingdom of God. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Brother Daniel, for asking those questions regarding our guests. Thank you, Doctor. We're looking forward to meeting you and also hearing more about you and to uh, log on to some of your web seminars. Uh, You have my link. Please send me information as often as possible. And thank you very much for being a guest on on our weekly internet program, Free on the Inside. Will do so, and thank you for having me. God bless you. Amen. What a great interview that we had there with Dr. Donna. Gundy, amen. She's given us some insight on her, uh, her her ministry and her upcoming program, Breaking Every Change Empowerment Conference in Irving, Texas. She gave us some information. I also have a posting on our Facebook page, and she also gave us the information on how, how to get in touch with her on her empowerment uh, uh, website there, amen. So uh, uh, Breaking Every Chain Empowerment uh, dot 
website. Amen. So thank you very much for uh, for your listening uh, attending. And then we have another guest that's going to come up here in a few minutes. We also have Brother Daniel. He's going to just chime out for what we've been discussing. Brother Daniel. Amen. How you doing today, Reverend Lewis? How you doing today? God, I'm doing good here. God, Our guest is uh, 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 was a great guest this morning here and now. I want you to go ahead and just give us some information on what's going on with you and the upcoming events. Okay, okay. Well, uh, right now, um, uh, we're trying to arrange uh, a special program that me and uh, Reverend Lewis are trying to get together a documentary. And basically, uh, we're going to start filming this documentary around the uh, sections of uh, probably East Dallas and North Dallas and South Dallas sides. And basically, we want to know if anybody that's uh, able to try to uh, supply some voiceover work, anybody real good in voiceovering and speaking, I'd like for you to give us a call, a legal number with us. We need some good uh, interviewers. And at the same time, we might need a little, we might need a little help in uh, organizing a little bit, you know. So if you're able to uh, supply your talents, if you got any speaking talents, uh, interview talents, I sure appreciate you doing it for me because uh, basically, uh, this uh, this came to me kind of like in a dream. Uh, I lived in South Dallas all my life. And uh, as I grew up, I saw South Dallas be a proud, a real prosperous place. And over the years, basically, I saw the road, so I saw the raggedy apartments and the raggedy streets and the youngsters living in the projects and living in these vacant apartments and and selling drugs all out the apartments. And all of a sudden, I saw these people walking around with these backpacks on their shoulders and Sacks and pushing buggies down the street, and I said, "Man, what's what's happening?" And as further as I investigated, I started going downtown to some of these shelters, and I started seeing a lot of me. You know, they were sitting around at the soup kitchens down there, and and a lot of them going to the Salvation Army place, and they get out on the street in front of Parkland, and they stay all outside all day, and then all of a sudden they disappear at night. So I said they were letting them come in at night, but some of them didn't get the gun because they didn't want to abide by the rules. So basically they had to stay outside and sleep outside. And then when the winter time came, you would see a lot of them hold up on the bridges and wrapped up in newspapers and wrapped up in plastic. And basically some of them would you know, die, you know. And basically it told me what would make a man and what force could be in a man's mind to basically tear down a man's pride and is and is and just break him down? This basically he basically he doesn't care about himself. And God told me it's the enemy, and that's all it could be. Satan tells them you're not worthy. He speaks to them. And then you have this other thing about the substance abuse. You know, it's in like uh, the Reverend was talking about. You can go from every city, almost in America. You can see poverty. You can see homelessness. Okay, okay. But also there's the subject of drugs, alcohol, uh, gang violence. And all of it. It's in every city. Every city almost in America. So, yeah, I put it back in some of those northern cities way up there like South Dakota. North, you might not have that out there because basically it mostly follows all, you know, the minority races. This system seems to attach itself to us. And so through this film, I want to capture the very essence of these people. And I got a couple of subjects I'm, I, you know, some of my friends, me and Reverend Lewis, we grew up with a couple of guys. They're out on the street, and they've been on the street for years. And basically, 
we were with them when we were younger. You know, they went in one direction, we went in another direction. Sometimes I thought we, if God had to bless me and Reverend Lewis, we might have wound up in the same place. But see, God had his hand on us. So through these people, these men, I'm going to try to show through interviewing them and directly uh, talking to them to basically lay it down, down on the line to the description of Hello. Tell me. Hello, how you doing today, man? Okay, sorry about that. I guess that's Reverend Lewis. He's trying to interview somebody else right now. But I'm trying to capture what a brother Lewis. Yeah. Brother Daniel, we got a we got another special guest on the line right now, so just hold on, hold that thought, okay? Good morning, okay. Elder Joy. Right. You on the list? God bless you. Praise well, the God Lord. You. Thank you, thank you. Now, Elder Joy, I wanted to get you on here because you are in the process of going to another event that you're hosting. Tell us about your uh, event that you're hosting today in Dallas, and encourage me to come on out. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for an opportunity to share this with your awesome listener. We are hey, wait a minute, excited now, about... Before you go, now, this is Elder Jordan with Elder Jordan Ministry. Now, go ahead, Elder. Please share that with us. <laughs> God bless you. This is Linda Jordan Ministries, and I am grateful and uh, excited about what God is allowing us to do on today. Thank you so much, Minister Lewis, for allowing me to come on and share with your awesome listeners. Uh, today, 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 every man in the Metroplex, we are inviting you, and you need to be in the house today. It is the Men's Summit 2017. Take Meet Me at the Gym. And we're having this awesome summit for all of our men. We will convene at the New Harmony Church in Lancaster, Texas. That address is 200 Rhea Street in Lancaster, and uh, that is off of that Dallas Avenue there, uh, headed to 